Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. History is being made. Yay! In an historic move, President Joseph Robinette Biden appointed Marilyn Malerba to become treasurer of the U.S. She is the lifetime chief of the Mohegan Indian tribe. Malabar, Mal- Malerba. Amorphophallus. Yeah, will become the first Native American to hold the position, which oversees the U.S. Mint and the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. It's also a big deal. Finally, finally, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen can put her signature on the money because it couldn't appear on the U.S. dollar until a treasurer was appointed. Them's the rules. So uh, both Yellen and names will be added to the new bills. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, we've got the very first Indian American I guess that's what she goes by. Uh, The lifetime chief. How chief? No, that's not her name. Stop. That's not even funny. And uh, then we have uh, Janet Yellen, right? So it's going to be two females on signatures on the dollar bill and on all the bills that get printed. And we are printing a lot. So there's going to be a lot of bills out there with Janet Yellen and Marilyn. Amorphophallus. On the bills. Look for that. I'm sure that it's probably going to look more like M-A-L-E-R-B-A. But, you know, that's how it's spelled. But how you say it? Amorphophallus. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So dumb. I mean, we may as well start out. Florida in the news. Florida all over the news today. I mean, we have the plane crash that happened. Uh, and it happened at Miami International Airport. Um, and I was, uh, I saw the footage of it, and I thought, oh, my gosh. I mean, what did it crash outside of the airport? Because, I mean, I, where I live, planes, maybe where you live, too. Maybe it's just a thing that happens everywhere in the world. But planes fly over a lot. And I think uh, many times, like, oof, man, I, mean, I don't want something bad to happen. Because... They're a lot bigger than they look. So, but this airplane, first of all, I, 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 I want to feel bad, but it was a special discount flight from the Dominican. So, I mean, I feel bad. I do. But, you know, it's a special red air flight from the Dominican Republic. And it was so bad. I mean, three people were injured. So the, the, the landing gear, I guess, didn't come down or didn't lock. And so it hit the runway and then glided off into the grassy area, which pretty sure that's why they have the grassy area. Anyway, and so then, and I know that it started on fire, but three people were injured and 126 people got off safely. And it couldn't have been too bad because i know that they burst into flames and people were scared and everything but i mean i saw footage of people rolling their carry-on luggage away from the plane so they were so scared so scared that they grabbed their carry-on luggage to get off that plane so and people were taking cell phone video (laughs) 
that's how scared they were at this plane crash so in other florida news i'm glad that everybody's safe no matter what airline crashed i am in other florida news florida authorities are giving teens and young adults a chance to come clean which i'm sure they will do absolutely they uh they broke into this eight million dollar home in uh, walton county if you this is florida walton county's up here in the panhandle just so you know uh this they broke into this million dollar home it says in the story eight million dollar home so you know maybe in today's world it's 10 10 or 12 but it could be uh, houses of the hoity-toity and they broke in and just started partying smashing stuff up they're taking pictures they're showing a boxing match going on in the house the one kid breaks into the bedroom and he's got he's got the owner's rings on looks like some kind of championship rings too so you might not want to mess with the owner uh and authorities uh, described how the homeowners gave no consent to the party and seemingly had no connection to the young people <laughs> it just broke nobody's there let's party there okay no problem (laughs) so there was a little bit of damage and a few things were stolen you know one thing led to another and some of the things and you just can't put a price on i think you can i think you probably can't put a price on it but you know apparently they were trying on clothes (laughs) i mean you're already there and you're partying what are you supposed to do you might as well try some stuff on (laughs) so they were posting videos online there's snapchat videos instagram videos tiktok videos so there's there's a lot of footage that could possibly identify some of the culprits on this so they're saying hey why don't you come and clean this place up and you can come clean i don't know if that still lets you off the hook though I mean, I'm there to clean up and then get arrested. That would not be good. Um, But they said that the deputies' arrival, most of the party goers had already left the scene by the time they got there. And uh, they, you know, now they're just looking at all the footage. So good times in Florida. Good times in Florida. Just show up at the house and party. I've seen, why, why wouldn't you do that, though? I mean, that's why you kind of have somebody watch the place for you, right, when you're away. Even if you're in one of the houses of the hoity-toity. I mean, you gave all the workers, you gave the maids off and the housekeeper off and everybody's off. Uh, just, I would just break in. I feel like there should have been an alarm thing happening. Uh, you know, just Even just a Simply Safe program where you get alerted. Say, let's say you're on a plane coming back from vacation i don't know in the dominican and you get an you get an alert on your app somebody's broken into your house and maybe you don't have time to react because your plane crashes and you didn't have time to contact the authorities but uh you know you do know that it's happening right so i feel like there should be an alarm thing going on and more florida news a record-breaking python was caught in florida 17 over 17 feet 17.7 feet 215 pounds it is a monster python they show them carrying this thing out the skull is like six inches long i mean it's amazing and it had the body had uh 122 eggs 
lining her inside from her stomach to her tail. Many of the eggs weren't fully mature, but she was getting ready to provide the earth with more pythons. (laughs) And they claim that they found some uh, deer hooves in her. So the last dinner was a little white-tailed deer. (laughs) so darn the luck uh that python is now missing from the from the everglades and the python challenge is now going to take place right i mean that happens in august i think right the uh, python removal competition it begins yeah august 5th uh, until and it lasts uh, through August 15th. So you've got, what, 10 days, 9 or 10 days, and you get to go in and uh, k- kill as many damn pythons as you want. Now, you have an opportunity to win big, though, for the competition. Right? So there's different categories. There's professional and novice. I don't know, you know, as a novice, you want to go in and start trudging through the Everglades looking for pythons. But, hey, go ahead. Go ahead. You have to get a, I think you have to take a class too. You have to take some online course so you can, shh, be very quiet. We are hunting pythons. So the grand prize, 2,500 bucks. Most pythons, second place, $750. Longest python, $1,500. Longest python, second place. So, I mean, the loser python. $750. I mean, all right, I guess. When you get out there and, <laughs> I mean, how bummed would you be? You come in with, you know, a truckload of pythons. You think you're going to win the 2500 bucks, and some guy pulls in with a truck and a half. <laughs> nope, you don't get the 2500 Here's 750 Get out of here. Thanks for playing. Good luck. God bless. So, I mean, good luck to the Python Hunters coming up in August. You can register right now. Get out there and register and be sure to follow all the rules. There are some Pythons that have tags on them, I think. If I remember the if I remember the Python hunting rules, there's some Pythons that have a tag on them that the uh, Python authorities have chipped and tagged and they're keeping track of them. I don't think you can kill those. I think they want those left out there so that they can continue to track. So if you pull up with a truckload of pythons and a couple of them have the tag on it, you definitely are winning the 2500 And I suppose I should mention uh, the other two Florida stories that are big Florida stories. Um, you know, I see where Mark Levin, our very own Blaze TV's Mark Levin, is hosting or moderating the GOP debates in Florida. So... Congratulations to Mark and the Tampa Bay Lightning are in the NHL finals for the third straight year in a row, looking to three-peat down two games to one against the Colorado Avalanche. Good luck to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, uh, they're looking to three-peat. And then uh, the one guy on the team, Pat Maroon, he's looking for his fourth NHL finals championship in a row because he won with the Blues uh, four years ago, and then he's won the last uh, the last two with the Lightning and looking to win the three-peat with the Tampa Bay Lightning. So good luck. Go Bolt. Man, it was so much fun uh, when I was living in Tampa Bay and the Lightning were on their run, and they were playing, and we played in the, they were in the run, and it was just so much fun going to all those games, man. I just, 
I'll just leave it at that. It was just fun. It was just fun. Plus, one of my favorite stories comes from uh, going to one of the hockey playoff games. I don't think it was a championship game, although it might have been a, one of the one of the finals games against Philadelphia that year. Um, we're we we had tickets to the in the uh, the VIP area. I'm not sitting down with the unwashed masses at the time because I, I worked for. Uh, uh, well, at that time, I was still working for the mothership, 970 WFLA. But, uh, we, and we carried the lightning sometimes when our sister station, uh, uh, the sports animal, uh, 620 WDAE, uh, couldn't carry the games. And uh, so we had plenty, we had a few tickets uh, to go view the games. And uh, we were sitting in the VIP area. And that's where the TV broadcast happens. So the guys are doing their TV broadcast up in the VIP area. And uh, they, at halftime, or between periods, not halftime, between periods, uh, they do a little side-by-side shot standing in the aisles. You know, So you get the camera shot of them, and then the, the ice is behind them as the Zamboni is taking care of the ice. So, and in the VIP area, there's you know plenty of free food. And so I'm there with my oldest son, Elvis, and he's like, I got to go get some more ice cream, man. And so he hops up and he runs up the aisle, and these two guys are doing their, their live shot, and he's reaching, excuse me, excuse me. He's trying to get between them. And then he finally gets, just cuts them off in between them. And I was all on TV. It was awesome. I have the footage somewhere. They were so pissed. They were so pissed. And he came back and he sits down. He goes, I think we're going to get kicked out of here, Dad. I was like, "Why?" Because I just ran through the TV shot. I didn't realize it was a TV shot till after I, after I broke through them. <laughs> they were so pissed. They came down there looking at him. They're pointing at him, and I'm looking at him like, "Dude, you didn't have anybody standing behind you. You're doing your live shot, and you just have that open. Like, you know, you don't have anybody standing behind you to not let people walk up the stairs while you're doing your live shot. That's not his fault. That's your fault. Eh, well." And it was the VIP section. You probably should have known that. But it was still awesome. And I, I, at one point, I had somebody send me the footage of it. And I don't know what has happened to it now. It was a long time ago. But it's really tremendous. Because here's these two guys doing their live shot. And there's, there's my son behind him. Excuse me. Excuse me. Trying to get through to get his ice cream before the before the period starts again. Ha! Ah! Oh, I love NHL hockey. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> so good. Hey, uh, Elon Musk's $44 million. I'm sorry, billion. Whew, 44 mil. I might be involved in that deal. 44 billion. No, not even close. But $44 billion Twitter deal gets the board endorsement. Twitter's board said, yeah, we're recommending that shareholders approved. I bet they are. Uh, the $44 billion sale to Elon Musk. I bet they are. At the same time, Microsoft says it's going to phase out its facial recognition AI. Oh, really? Is that true? Well, they say it is. Uh, They say that we're keenly aware of the mounting backlash toward facial recognition. And we're just going to go ahead and shutter a significant project in response. Uh, We're going to retire facial recognition technology that uh, could infer emotions as well as characteristics like age, gender, and hair. Oh. Okay. 
They're offering a framework created the potential for discrimination and other abuses. There was also no clear consensus on the definition of emotions and nowhere to, no way to create a generalized link between expressions and emotions. But that's what we're working on. And I kind of feel like uh, maybe some other companies are farther along than you than Microsoft because I kind of feel like we're still moving on that. Uh, I feel like Google and Amazon <laughs> have that ongoing. But anyway, good good for Microsoft for getting out of that. I don't want I don't want any of that to be racist. <laughs> Heaven forbid that happens. That's why they're getting rid of it for sure. Tennis legend star Naomi Osaka has now launched a new media company in partnership with LeBron James. Yay, Mavericks, uh, Maverick Carter's Spring Hill Company. Uh, Naomi is continuing to make plays both in and off the court. Her latest move comes in the form of her new media production company. Now, she said that her full-service company uh, is going to be telling empowering stories, scripted and unscripted, branded content and digital content. Isn't that what they all say now? I mean, that's not the whole thing. That's Michelle Obama. That's Barack. We want to tell. We really want to tell uplifting and empowering stories. Oh, okay. I mean, that was what the Obamas said. They just signed a new deal with Audible, told Spotify, take your money and get out of here. We want to reach a wider audience. Do you? Audible reaches a wider audience than Spotify? Okay. I mean, all right. You got it. Uh, The deal with Higher Ground, the Obama's media company, which, of course, reflects the company's shared mission to tell meaningful and entertaining stories that elevate diverse voices and experiences. It sounds like Naomi's company. Uh, You know, anyway, they got a new deal with Audible. Good for them. Uh, Their exclusive podcast pack with Spotify. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. According to this, Higher Ground, the Obamas, uh, also they disagreed with Spotify over the number of shows that would uh, feature the former president and first lady. So Spotify was like, uh, how about you guys do some shows? (laughs) How about you do some shows? I got a deal for you to do some shows. Oh, we'll put some stuff together, but it's not us. It's not going to be us. No, that's what we signed for. We said we do you. We really care about your empowering other stuff. But, you know, they do. So uh, Audible is invested in realizing that vision alongside President Obama. I'm looking forward to partnering with them to tell stories that not only entertain but also inspire. Oh, that's so good. Now, they claim here that the Michelle Obama podcast, which was the first podcast from Higher Ground, is the most listened to Spotify original to date. Okay, if you say so. The company's other podcasts include The Big Hit Show, a series of audio documentaries hosted by Alex Papademus, Papa. Who Alex Papademus? Amorphophallus. Focus. He's related to the to the mint lady. 
uh, focus on defining pieces of popular culture. You know, the Indian, the, the Indian that runs the mint. The chief. Amorphophallus. Yeah, they're related. Uh, also, <laughs> I don't even care about the Obama shows anymore. I mean, I I'm sick of the Obamas and we still got to put up with them. So I'm not doing them anymore. I'm tired of it. We had, I have bad news. Uh, well, I don't know about bad news, but CEO and COO of Pornhub abruptly resigned. What is happening over at Pornhub, man? On Monday. Yeah, they're taking away the music. It's going away. Oh, you're right. It's gone. I think I'll log into Pornhub. Oh, no. Maybe not. Maybe I won't. I mean, the uh, one of the world's largest purveyors of porn, MindGeek, announced that executives uh, Ferris Antoon and David Tessio, uh, CEO and CEO, have resigned from the company following a string of controversies. Oh, all right. Apparently, they uh, on the websites, uh, there's a problem that uh, they're posting videos. <laughs> uh, there's a problem where some videos are being posted of, you know, they're saying that they're underage. And... I mean, I'm sure that they're doing everything they can to not let that happen. And they're also posting videos that uh, uh, have not been uh, have not been okayed. You know, like the, the so they've. I'm sure that the videos have been okayed. You know, like okay, we're going to film you, but then we're going to post it on the internet. May not uh, you may not have okayed that. I mean, if you're filming a sex scene. Don't you think it's going to end up on the internet? That would be my lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's going to end up on the internet. Why would I? Of course it's good. You're going to just do a sex scene and not end up on the internet? This is, this is the world today. What happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. Although we, I've got some Vegas. we got to cover some Vegas news too, man. Big news in Vegas. Oh, and you know him, you love him. Bill Cosby. Yeah, that's what they found. They found him liable in the civil case for the assault in 1975. Come on now. I feel like uh, the fix was in. I, I, we, need to, we need to go ahead and try this case again. I feel like, you know, because the lady, Judy Huth, H-U-T-H, uh, testified that the comedian invited her and a friend to the mansion when she was 16, he was 37, and forced her to perform a sex act. Now, the verdict came uh, nearly, well, came about, it's been about a year since Bill's been let out of prison. Um, this was the first civil case against Cosby to come to trial. She's 64 now, so Bill's not going to want anything to do with her now anyway. Uh, the actions. They stir up memories uh, from the encounter, and she said it triggered four years of anxiety and other symptoms. Did it? Well, she said it did. So they said the the jury said five hundred grand will make you feel better. I mean, if you're Bill, just write the check. You probably should have just wrote the check anyway, and just bypassed this whole courtroom and just said, "All right, here you go. Here's half a million. Get out of here." I'm sorry that you think I did something bad, but he's denied it all. He said, no way would he bring in an underage girl at the mansion. 
And I believe him. I mean, there's plenty of other people there at the mansion. How do you know that? Why do you need to bring her in? You know the answer. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen. If you're tired of deodorants and antiperspirants that leave your armpits soggy, shirts soaked, got the answer. Don't sweat. <laughs> and don't sweat by using sweat block. High performance antiperspirants that actually stop sweat. It is amazing. I mean, I am a person who has a little bit of a sweating issue from time to time. And it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just been part of my life ever since I can remember. Well, with sweat block, that's kind of helped me out a little bit. They have the sweat block wipes. You just wipe it on before you go to bed at night. You get up in the morning, take a shower. You're good to go. The sweat block antiperspirant wipes. It's amazing. They're stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. And the antiperspirant bar, the antiperspirant deodorant bar, I mean, I put that on and you're good for two or three days. And there's no sweat stains underneath the arms. I know. You wake up, you're good to go. Um, if you don't like to sweat, like, I mean, I, I can tell you, I want to just talk about it sometimes where you, you get to the point where you have to carry extra towels and extra shirt. You always have a sweat towel with you. You know what? Maybe let's not do that anymore. Maybe let's not do that anymore. That's why there's sweat block. And that's why they that's why they guarantee it. They're talking about something you only have to apply once or twice a week. No more sweat problem. So if you're dealing with this or someone you love is dealing with this, check out sweat block. You can get 20% off at sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Jeffy. I I just like the idea of not having huge sweat stains on my shirts. And so right there, I'm, you've already, you've got me. There's not going to be huge sweat stains on my shirt. I'm in. Sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Jeffy. Get 20% off. Or you could, you know, go to Amazon if you want. But, I mean, sweatblock.com. Promo code Jeffy is actually the best way to go. All right. Who died today? I, I People are dropping over. Uh, left and right. I mean, I might have to do the sad story. 
No, not you don't have to play the sad music. No, 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 no. I'm talking about well, I mean you can play it is sad, but we're talking about sads S A D S. Sudden adult death syndrome. Young healthy people are mysteriously dying. Now, experts and families of healthy young people who have suddenly died are speaking out about SADS um, and, or sudden arrhythmic death syndrome. Um, incredible. So they claim that uh, the umbrella term is used to describe unexpected deaths in young people, usually 40 years of age or under. And if their death is undetermined, eh, we're not sure. Oh, okay. So people are just dropping over. Now, many of you who may have, I don't know, been against the thing called, ah, what's that thing that they made us get? You know, the shot. Amorphophallus. Yeah. Yeah, that took care of the, that we were supposed, that was supposed to cure. Amorphophallus. And it didn't, and you would still catch amorphophallus. <laughs> You remember? And they called it a vax. They called it a vaccine. That's what it was. Uh, anyway, they claim that, it, look, it's, this is just, it's, a, it's tragic that this is happening, but this has always been a really tragic thing, and it's been around forever, and we haven't seen a big change in numbers in recent years. Really. Because I don't remember hearing it as often as we hear it now. Uh Medical Daily, who doesn't love Medical Daily, uh, noted that approximately 210,000 people die suddenly and unexpectedly each year due to sudden cardiac arrest in the United States. But that's not, okay, so that's sudden cardiac, that's a reason, right? I mean, who among us hasn't had a sudden cardiac arrest, by the way? I mean, those, you take those standing up, they do nothing. I laugh at sudden cardiac arrest syndrome. Laugh at it. <laughs> I don't recommend that for anyone, by the way. Uh, so it's a rule of thumb. If you can avoid the sudden cardiac arrest, I would do that. <laughs> that is not fun. Think of like the worst pain you've had ever. Well, maybe not ever. The worst pain that you've had that's in the running for the worst pain you've ever had. And then that's what that's in, that's in your chest. And it's pretty debilitating. Like nothing, you can't do anything else. I know. Weird. But that's not sudden. And I guess that gets put in with the sudden adult death syndrome. But we know what that is, right? These people that are just dropping over. Oops, Why'd they die? We don't know. Ah, it's dead. Sads, write it off. Next. I mean, it's just incredible. So, I mean, they claim, though, it has nothing to do with the... What's that thing called again? Amorphophallus. It has nothing to do with that. And uh, so, I mean, I guess you have to believe them, don't you? Sure. Absolutely. So, uh, and... This lady, who died in uh, Australia, 29 years old, sad, but not because of sads, because she and her husband were at this place called um, Hamilton Island 
in Queensland, Australia, a place for lovers and couples to go and share their love with each other. Now, this couple is on their honeymoon. Right, they're on their honeymoon. Oh, yeah. How about we go to Hamilton Island in Queensland, Australia? I would never say that. But, you know, they did. That's the place to go, I guess. And it's one of the places where you get to have golf carts. Apparently, there's not a lot of cars. And so everybody drives a golf cart. Kind of like the villages in Florida. There's nothing more Florida news. Kind of like the villages. Well, this uh, couple was out driving and they realized, man, I'm losing my charge. This is this goes against batteries, man. And he's in his golf cart and he realizes, oh, honey, we got to get back. I got to charge. We're losing my charge. And that's what the story is anyway. Perhaps maybe they didn't, you know, were trying to get back to take care of a little honeymoon business. But he makes a U-turn and it tips over. And it's still going. So it's on the lady. (laughs) That's not funny. I'm not laughing about it. All right, but it's still going. And uh, they didn't rescue her in time. So (laughs) the rest of the not funny i know it's not funny it's sad they tried to bring her back and couldn't it was just a and then now there's no there's no harm it's just a tragic accident we're sure that the husband didn't have anything to do with it are we she wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and you know who wear you're in, you're in a golf cart and you're running around nobody's putting a seat belt on in a golf cart i mean i'm with you on that nobody's wearing it i mean i realize uh, you're supposed to put a seatbelt on, but you're in a golf cart. I mean, I'm surprised we don't hear more deaths like this in the villages. I mean, maybe the old guys aren't making the big quick U-turns. I know how to keep mine charged. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't have to make a U-turn to tick to her. Okay, maybe, but you know, I'm just surprised that it hasn't happened. Anyway, anyway rest in peace, dearly. young Marina Morgan. Tragically passed away in a buggy accident <laughs> God. Oh, it's not funny at all so then we get uh, the news of a uh, starving monkeys starving monkeys now not only are the monkeys starving and dying which is you know why they're in the who died today but they're getting pissed and coming after people now I had the story in the fat pile for a couple of days of the uh, monkeys attacking kids in ethiopia uh, because of a severe drought and there's no food right and they've been attacking kids they're looking for food they want food we've talked about the monkeys in southeast asia attacking people because there's no food especially coming out of covid they got you know the visitors that were always there were not there during covid so they're out on the streets going um i need a cigarette and i need some food why i mean where are the people that are supposed to be giving me cigarettes and food and so they were pissed and they started attacking people that came by well now this we have a monkey who has attacked a a lady and her baby took the baby now they the lady was breastfeeding her baby and then the monkey came up and took the kid so she's sitting outside her house (laughs) and she's sitting outside her house in beautiful Mawambangango village in Kingonomo 
And, no, it's not. There's no relation. It's Kikabumbo. It's a Mwangagango village in Kikabumbo. Tanzania. M-W-A-M-G-O-N-G-O. Mwangagango. Amorphophallus. Village in Kikabumbo. K-I-G-O-M-A. Amorphophallus. In Tanzania. <laughs> That's where she was. Can't help where she was. So she was at her house, which I'm sure is beautiful. Probably just like that house in Walton County in Florida. Uh, eight, nine million. And uh, she's out breastfeeding her baby. And the monkeys invaded her house and took the baby. That's, now that's sad. Why are you laughing then? Why, uh, why are you laughing? It's sad. The villagers rushed to her house to assist in getting her child back. But uh, that ain't going to happen. The trooper monkeys were like, uh, I don't think so. Uh, That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And then they made a deal with the head monkey. So the they had the troop of monkeys at the house. And the main monkey, the head guy, took the baby. And the villagers all came and finally talked him into giving the kid back. <laughs> okay, sure, the story says they forced it from the monkey. Uh, let's hope that. I don't know if the villagers in Mawangwango have uh have weapons other than you know i don't know some kind of machetes and bush knives i don't know that they have yeah bush knives why do you think that's you're in tanzania you're in mawangawanga i think that's what it was called wasn't it amorphophallus yeah that's what it was you know really i don't know why i put the story in who died today because nobody died I mean, they died in my story. We, we killed the monkey. But it doesn't say that in the story. It says the monkeys took the baby from the mother who was breastfeeding her kid. I mean, maybe she was just doing it wrong. And maybe the monkeys were like, "Give me you don't know nothing about taking care of a baby. Give me the kid. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. It doesn't say that. So then it says the villagers rushes in to help her. And they end up taking the taking the baby back forcing the baby back from the one monkey okay i mean what did please mr monkey mrs monkey i know you've already hurt the neck and the head of this baby but don't kill it so now the kid is going to have you know scars from being taken from the monkeys oh what happened to you uh back in 2022 in mawanga tanzania I was taken by a tribe of monkeys. <laughs> That's Tarzan's story. Wait. This story can't be real. And one more in Who Died Today. Uh, they're doing their best to kill off Mike Lindell. I mean, they are doing their damnness to get rid of Mike Lindell. So now, Walmart has decided, yeah, you know what, Mike? Um, you're my pillow thing. Yeah, we like selling it in the stores and everything, but we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, we're going to sell it online for you, but that's it. We'll put it on walmart.com, but we're not going to put it on the shelves anymore in the stores. Wait, what? I mean, that's a big deal. He said he was. they gave him no warning, 
and they just uh, he had a he had a video call with them, and they said, "Yeah, your uh, your performance has not been great. Their customer reviews have not been great. I mean, come on, the guy's taken a beating for being uh, behind President Trump and behind the election fraud." I'm sorry, the possible election, the alleged election fraud. And uh, so is he going to have good customer reports on Walmart? I know, maybe, I guess. But uh, they said, uh, look, your your customer, what was their their stupid line? His pillows didn't meet the retailer's customer satisfaction criteria. (laughs) Oh, okay. So the website shows ratings for each product. Now, I can honestly say that I have purchased products from Walmart.com, and I have never rated a product. I've never, you know, they ask you to rate products and rate. I've never done that. All I care about is ordering my product, sending me the product, please. Thank you. Deliver it to my home. I I wouldn't go back in and give the pillow five stars. But you should do that for this podcast, though, Chewing the Fat. If you're listening to this podcast, you should rate it five stars. Now, I've made the joke for a long time. You should rate it, uh, you know, 20 stars, best podcast ever. But you can only, you know, rate it five stars is the most. It's the most they let you, whatever. So, you know, do that. And then, you know, rate it. Then write down 20 stars, best podcast ever. You could do that. But rate it, you know, five stars. So, I mean, that's not such a bad idea. Make that happen. (laughs) but they're doing their best to shut down mike lindell man and he is still cranking he's still my pillow's the best he's gonna sell my pillow we're gonna do it we're gonna find a way to do it i mean how many companies have dropped him now i mean he's was in a lot of places costco bed bath and beyond uh jc penny i don't even know if they have any more jc pennies in the world I know they do. Shut up. And uh, Wayfair. And it says here in the story that QVC. So QVCs won't even hawk the pillows? The crap they hawk on QVC? Jeff, those are fine products. Okay. You got me. They want to sell my pillow on QVC? Because Mike Lindell is embattled with his lawsuit with Dominion? I mean, okay, you know. I would like to see some of the some of the paperwork that Dominion has filed to Mike Lindell in this lawsuit. We'll see if we get some information on that. I would doubt it, but I'd like to read it anyway because uh, they've sued him back now, right? I think uh, it's a, a yeah $1.3 billion lawsuit filed against him by Dominion. Bring it on. If they are. <laughs> so we started in Florida. We may as well end in Vegas. So it looks like Vegas is going to get a Major League Baseball team. They've got NFL now. Vegas is the place to be, unless you're Adele, because uh, uh, she's now hit more delays. And it doesn't look like she's going to ever do the residency 
in Vegas. <laughs> oh, it was COVID and we couldn't get the show together. And then they've moved it. And so now they're saying, yeah, it's probably looking like it's not going to happen. Uh, she's got shows uh, in Europe and uh, she's got to do those shows. So it probably isn't going to happen. Okay. Sorry about that. I mean, I don't know why she's having such a hard time with it. Just go on stage and put your fat butt on stage and sing. That's all people want to see, Adele. You put your new nails on and your wig and you go out and you sing a couple songs. Thank you for coming. Good night. And then when people say, boy, that sucked. I wish I hadn't have spent $8 billion to come to Vegas. You can say, oh, you didn't like it? Sorry. We put on the best show we could. I mean... <sighs> Vegas, man, there's been some people making some serious money on these residencies, and that's what she's after, right? She's after the, and I and I understand it, but think of the stars that have been in Vegas. Okay, so I was reading the other day about Frank Sinatra, and you know, you talk about when you get to Frank Sinatra, you start talking about the Rat Pack, of course, with Sammy Davis Jr. and Peter Lawford and Joey Bishop and my main man Dean Martin. So I did it, not yet. Uh, don't start i know you're excited i want to get to it too because i'm excited but i was i was doing a story because the elvis movie comes out this weekend too right elvis presley taking care of business i'm looking forward to it. it's gonna be awesome and uh don't look at it like that's gonna be awesome tcb baby uh that should have been the title of the movie right there tcb baby no that was, that's not elvis no okay so i was reading a story about dean martin and elvis presley and dean martin's daughter talks about meeting Elvis Presley on the set at Paramount. And they're both doing a movie, right? And uh, in those days, she said they used to ride, uh, you know, there weren't golf carts. They had to ride bicycles. How dare they? And make Elvis Presley and Dean Martin roll around the Paramount lot on bicycles. <laughs> but uh, it's probably Dean that made him go move to golf carts. <sighs> yeah, I'm not doing the bike. So, uh, she said Elvis rolled up on the bike and hops off, and Dean says, Hey, Elvis, Elvis Presley, this is my daughter, and daughter, this is Elvis Presley. And Elvis leaned down and said, Hey, you know, they call me the king of rock and roll, but your dad is the king of cool. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sands Hotel proudly presents the star of our show, direct from the bar. Dean Martin. No, what are you doing? No. You don't shoot him there. First of all, you don't shoot Dean Martin at all, but you don't shoot him there. They didn't even come on stage yet. They haven't even introduced him. Wow. And then I read a story now. It's my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sands okay, Hotel off the side of the stage the right star now. of our show, direct from the bar, Dean. <laughs> okay, he's gone. We lost him, all right? And then, you know, the other day we were talking about uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davison with BDE, you know, coming from, from Pete. So I read a story about Frank Sinatra. And apparently there was, a little, there was some serious BDE going on with Frank, too. So, uh, you know, that maybe that's why Frank was a star. Sure, okay, sure, he could sing, whatever. 
sure he wasn't involved with the mob no we don't believe that okay but there was just the bde happening for frank (laughs) so when he was talking about the summer wind coming in (laughs) oh i've thought about frank sinatra in vegas those were the days you don't get those days back that's because they're all dead Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.